Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 658, How I Stopped Sucking at Pull-Ups, by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com, and I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy middle of the week Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of my commentary at the end. Now, don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small, special raffles to win books from us. It's the middle of the week, so we might need a little inspiration. So here we go. Quote, The way we think about the world has a profound effect on what we do in it. Brad Stuhlberg and Steve Magnus, authors of the book Peak Performance. And now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How I Stopped Sucking at Pull-Ups by Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. I'll never forget the overwhelming exhilaration I felt when I performed my first unassisted pull-up. I hopped down from the bar and looked around the crowded gym thinking, did anyone see that? Never in my life had I thought that I would be able to do a pull-up. In fact, it was one of those, I wonder if I can do this moments that led me to that first epic achievement. When I was awaiting my knee surgery, I made a commitment to getting stronger at upper body lifts, given that was all I could train. I started by doing band-assisted pull-ups and gradually reducing the tension of the bands. And so, armed with the realization that I can now pull myself unassisted over a bar, my obsession with pull-ups began. That was 2009. That same year, I set a long-term goal to complete the RKC Iron Maiden Challenge, which includes a strict pull-up with a 24-kilogram kettlebell strapped around the waist. For the past two and a half years, I've had quite the pull-up journey as I've experimented, practiced, failed, and succeeded. I am by no means a lat-laden beast, but I've come a long way on my personal journey and have helped a lot of folks achieve their own pull-up and chin-up goals. Girls can do pull-ups, and girls can do them well, not to mention that they look good doing them. But because my training age with the pull-up was fairly young, and I saw rapid gains in the first year, I was devastated when my progress came to a screeching halt. From July 2010 to September 2011, my one rep max pull-up, which was at 16 kilograms, had not budged one bit. It was unbelievably demoralizing. Why do I suck at pull-ups now? I had to pull myself, pun intended, out of this dark hole of regression and defeat. But here are five tips that help me to stop sucking at pull-ups. One. I stopped telling myself I sucked at pull-ups. This might be the most important step in the entire process. 
the mental energy I spent beating myself up should have been spent pumping myself up. Because I convinced myself that I sucked, I would approach the bar with dread just about every time. And when things didn't go my way, I was visibly perturbed. Perception is a powerful thing. Once I perceived my lack of progress as a normal roadblock that would be moved with time, I started making progress again. Perhaps I was always making progress in the subtlest of ways, but could never see it because I was so consumed by the numbers. I realized then that it wasn't my pull-ups that sucked, it was my attitude. Now, I get excited to do pull-ups. I seriously cannot wait to grab the bar and that excitement and positive energy has propelled me further towards my goal. Two, I stop going to failure. Why I thought I could get strong by constantly failing is beyond me. Strength is about skill and practice, not constantly exerting 100% effort. The most experienced lifters reserve their max effort for competition. I read something recently that Dan John said, train heavy, not hard. Just because you are aiming to move weight that is heavy relative to your strength and skill level does not mean it should be hard. Whenever you see someone doing something physically impressive, doesn't it just look effortless? That's what I began to strive for, effortless strength. Now, I stay just below my max effort and I'm making huge gains. If I feel like I could pull 20 kilograms and barely clear the bar, I pull a smooth 18 kilogram. I stop before I fail because I don't want to practice failure. In my group sessions, we call this no ugly reps. Three, I started doing more pull-ups. Strength is a skill, remember? Mastery of any skill requires thousands of hours of practice. I was doing pull-ups once per week and sometimes twice if I was lucky. I had this worry that if I did them too often, I would overtrain and under-recover, hence stalling my desired progress. I'm not really sure how I thought I could possibly master something by only doing it once a week for a typical max of 15 total reps. So I programmed pull-ups three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and varied the intensity, load, and volume. On Monday, I load the weight on my feet as that is my strongest method of loading. On Wednesday, I do body weight variations. And on Friday, I load the weight around my waist as that is the method of loading for the Iron Maiden. Because I have varied my load and intensity throughout the week, the volume has not been a problem. My elbows feel great and my lats are never unbearably sore. This way, I get more practice, more pull-ups, and as a result, more progress. Four, I found tension. Tension in a strict pull-up is an integral component of a solid pull. Think about the difference between carrying a toddler who is awake, where the body is rigid, and a toddler who is asleep, where the body is limp. Those of us who have ever had to move a sleeping child from the car seat to the house, I've done this in five-inch heels, no less, know that a limp body is much more difficult to carry. Every time I would strap a bell around my waist, I had the same ritual. Grip the bar, step off the box, cross my ankles, squeeze my legs together, inhale, exhale, pull. Yet inevitably, as the bells got heavier, the increased anterior load kept forcing me to lose tension in my midsection. I started realizing that when the bells were hooked onto my feet, I was much more capable of maintaining tension and subsequently pulling some real weight. Having my ankles intentionally dorsiflexed translated to more posterior chain engagement and a better hollow position. Unfortunately for me, the Iron Maiden challenge is tested with the bell around the waist. In an effort to achieve those same levels of strength and tension in a waist-loaded pull-up, I began to position my legs and feet as if I had bells hanging on them, imagining that they were there despite the bell hanging from my waist. This changed everything. I'm still stronger in front-loaded pull-ups, 
but I found more tension in waist-loaded pull-ups with this simple and effective change. Five, I started doing assistance exercises. Just like the lack of tension I was experiencing on heavy pulls, there were other energy leaks that were inhibiting my ability to make progress. In an effort to uncover these leaks, I started experimenting with various assistance exercises, mostly consisting of different hand positions and leverages. What I discovered was a significant left-right asymmetry in my ability to connect to my lats, as well as a noticeable difference in grip strength and general control on my left side. One of my favorite unilateral assistance exercises to increase my bilateral pulling strength is a band-assisted one-arm pull-up. I grab just below the knot on a super band and perform a few solid reps, pulling mostly with the arm on the bar, starting with the left and taking a short break before doing the right. The arm on the band does a fraction of the pulling, and the connection to the lat on the pulling side or the bar side is insane. These are a heck of a lot harder than they sound, but have allowed me to assess and dissect my pull-up groove and have had a serious impact on my connectivity during heavy pulls. Practicing these five concepts has gotten me to the point where I can perform a strict 20-kilogram pull-up and 13 dead-hang bodyweight pull-ups. I know the pull-up isn't my strongest or most impressive lift, and it might not ever be, but it improves consistently. And more importantly, it no longer has a mental hold over me. I'm confident, motivated, and most of all, free from the feelings of defeat and disappointment. You just listened to the post titled, How I Stopped Sucking at Pull-Ups by Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. It's so hard to find the motivation to work on a weakness. Often when we go to the gym, we end up performing the exercises we're already good at. After all, people might be watching. We don't want to look stupid or make a mistake or drop the weight on ourselves or something silly like that. So oftentimes, maybe we think we're going to do a pull-up or a few pull-ups today until you see that there are folks doing like 20 pull-ups in a row and you're like, forget that. 
I don't want anybody seeing me struggling to do just one. But it's so important to work on those weaknesses. And I guarantee you have one weakness. For me, even though I write with my left hand, my left side is much weaker than my right. So I have to spend time, as Ms. Fanuni described, really working on my left side so that my right side doesn't continue to be so much stronger. Is it fun? No. But I do it because it's going to help prevent injury and problems later on. So what Ms. Fanuni's trying to say is, if you do have a weakness, whether it's pull-ups, chin-ups, push-ups, deadlifts, whatever, you need to spend time working on it. Don't let your mind defeat you. And remember, just one move may not be the trick. You might have to incorporate a few different techniques. And that's okay. It's trial and error, but just don't forget to work on those weaknesses. You're gonna feel so much more powerful and confident once you break through those plateaus. All right, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com slash ask. That's more friendly if you want to do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send in a question, you make me happy and you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. All right, that does it for the Wednesday episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you on tomorrow's show with a post from a rare site for this show and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism, from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.